Hi, I'm Brittany Ashley, your host of Breaking Norms, Building Dreams, your guide through this transformative journey in both business and life. This is your place crafted for dreamers, doers, or anyone who has been told they can't. Get ready as we challenge those narratives together. You're tuning in live to the United Public Radio Network, airing on 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. We are streaming on all the popular platforms every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join me for a candid and thought-provoking conversation celebrating your unique journey because you are worth it. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, We are um, Breaking Norms, Building Dreams, and I'm your host, Brittany Ashley. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. Get ready to escape the routines and join us as the next hour as we break norms and build dreams with Nadine. I'm so excited to have Nadine here. And if you don't know from the last show, Nadine's actually going to be with us. Uh, we're going to have her come in at least once a month, give or take. We'll figure out different topics on motherhood, parenthood, all the fun stuff. Before we dive in to introduce Nadine a little bit more, let me just do a little bio on her. So Nadine is an international certified coach and is a dedicated to helping moms reclaim their mojo. And, and pause, or let's pause that for a second. Let's rewind for a second. <laughs> I'm too excited to introduce you. And like my brain went sideways. Welcome to ADHD brain. <laughs> Let's rewind. Okay. Nadine is an international certified coach and is dedicated to helping ambitious moms reclaim their mojo, which is very important, and pursue their aspiring uh, minds through personal one-on-one coaching experiencing Nadine empowers moms to take baby steps and giant leaps to ensure they find the pace that works for them, which is very important. As a result, moms experience a sense of energy, confidence, and empowerment that really helps them pursue their desires. Beyond her role as guiding moms into their world of ease, Nadine also likes to take moments for herself, whether it is reading a good book or spending family time in Vancouver, Canada. I'm so excited to have you, Nadine. Wee! Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. This is an honor. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited for today, our first time together on the radio. I know we've uh, collaborated a few times in different ways before, but this is uh, really taking it to a new level, and I'm so honored um, to be on the show with you. And thank you to everyone who's uh, taking a moment out of their probably super busy lives to tune in and, uh, yeah, just... um, see what what we're coming up with today i know we've got some uh, good stories um lined up for for <laughs> for the yep. next hour or so and um some really great tips on balancing busy life <laughs> busy life yeah. as a parent and um, working professional or entrepreneur yes so our general topic today is balancing acts which is five tips for balancing life for ambitious parents um we're we'll dig into that a little bit deeper um but since you know i kind of messed up a little bit of the introduction there nadine take it away and do a better introduction (laughs) i apologize my brain was like okay i need to do this and make sure i say this (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah (laughs) you got it all you got it all it's all in there there's not not much to add it's um it's all about yeah, it was like supporting supporting ambitious and motivated moms to really feel like there's this is a bit something missing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. what well, you probably know as well as a busy mom and an entrepreneur. Like you, this is something. There has to be more to all of this, and that's when you started your business. That's when I um, come in and and support moms or actually uh, parents I do have uh, clients as well who <laughs> who are who are not moms and um really explore what that could look like some mm. you know someone might be like oh, you know what I didn't like my career 10 years ago never mind now so let's change yeah. that or if, if someone's been thinking about finally writing that book or starting their own podcast or changing careers starting their own business like hey sign me up I'm gonna help you really feel make make that happen you know make the time in your life to do this happen um the energy that you might need to see this through to the end to the successful period and 
oh gosh, it's lighting me up <laughs> talking about it even. But it's like seeing my uh, seeing uh, parents going through that and putting their own well-being on their massive never-ending to-do lists, um, right? It's like some, it's not even there. It's like everyone else. We're taking care of everyone else 24-7. So this is like, hey, it's time for me. Hello, I'm over here. Like, mm -hmm. let's do it and get something done. That's where I come in. And um, yeah. I think that's probably why we um, connected so much. There's so much synergy there. Like Nadine mentioned uh, that we've done quite a few different kind of collaborations. And I was super excited to bring Nadine on the show because there's just so many different topics that we've talked about in the past. Mm. And we want to shed light on and like really challenge the narratives and break down some of the norms of what's um, kind of expected on parents, moms, and so forth. So we have... A lineup of so many different topics. Mm. Really excited for to just dive into this one specifically. Um, but I'm so curious to let everybody know what started your journey to be a coach. Oh gosh, it's been it's been a long one, but <laughs> um, it's um, so I'm living in Canada, like you you mentioned earlier. It's actually my sixth country altogether. So I've lived in uh, lots of different places around the world, and I've um, always kind of coached other mainly other ambitious women in the uh, in the workplace and that kind of really morphed into coaching uh, global change makers people who want better for their communities wherever they are um, and then through my own motherhood journey and let's face it COVID <laughs> as well over the last few years I've really become more focused and tuned in on to how much support parents actually need mm -hmm. and how relentless it it can be and so I've really pivoted and concentrated more on to like this is my sweet zone this is where I get energized and I know uh, parents get a lot out of that as well and um, I'm really focusing now on supporting ambitious uh, moms to to make their own dreams come come true as well. I love that. Um, I know some of the listeners are new to the show, or if you haven't heard any of the past ones, I'll just kind of reiterate. I'm also a certified business coach. Yeah, connecting with other coaches as well because I think coaches need coaches. Um, everybody needs a coach. Let's mm -hmm. be honest. Um, <laughs> push you forward to your goals. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like my passion too. Why I started Curve Dynamics is to help. Because I was a mom, oh, I am still am, am a mom of two little ones. But when I became a mom, I just felt so lost of that on like, okay, now I have to go off maternity leave and go to a nine to five that I feel not in alignment with. Mm. Absolutely struggling. It's a very toxic place. And I just could not even bring myself to even apply. I, rem I remember having like, triggers of like even when I would apply and have like interviews and they'd be like do you want to have this job I'm like no I don't <laughs> but that piece of my brain like I need to have a job to pay the bills but it didn't feel like an alignment to me so having this mm -hmm. journey to even just start a business to help other moms work from home is such a passion of mine and yeah. one jumped in full force too of becoming a coach it's also seeing those those moments in people that are like you know what I am enough to take lead and go forward in other like what I'm passionate about. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I have a I have a corporate background as a hiring manager, team leader. I've had um, like led a business women's network internally of those companies. But the things that actually make me really light up, the ones that I was really looking forward to day in day out in my corporate job, were the ones that weren't on my actual to-do list, on my actual job description. So when that job uh, ended and I actually went um, here to Canada, I was looking around. It's like, so what are those jobs where I can do all those things that actually light me up? And I couldn't mm -hmm. find any, not even like where half of that was on the job description. And mm -hmm. um, with a coach at the time, I really, hi, Helen, by the way, if you're <laughs> If you're tuning in, um, I really like dig down and or duck down is like, so what is it? And then it's like, boom, that's it. It's like, okay, I'm going through. It's super scary doing your own thing, um, especially if you don't have that background or that that mindset necessarily. But I made it work. And I still, yes, like you said, everyone needs a coach. I still have a coach. <laughs> <laughs> or two. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're making it happen. This, this is what we want. This is important to us. Right. 
jobs. And I think it's important too in uh, nine to five jobs for employers to think about having coaches for those in the work environment. Um, for parents, uh, moms, and just those who are struggling because it's hard when you're kind of like engulfed in, I, I don't want to say the system, but in a way you're kind of, kind of are because you're following the systems of to build their business and so forth you kind of forget what you're passionate about and i think employers will even see like a, a change in their employees of being like you know what i'm so passionate about this again i can do x y and z again mm. I can all of these things like looking back when i did have nine to five i think i would have been like well let's be honest i probably been like oh i should have been an entrepreneur <laughs> I would have realized that my brain should have went that way, mm. but I think it would have been a lot more impactful or will be impactful to see that kind of movement a little bit more in nine to fives. Mm -hmm. I think as entrepreneurs, we're just kind of, we know to go find a coach. I don't know. I feel like it's just a little bit more organic of, yeah, I need a coach. Yeah. I, I do see, I do see a trend. So the first time I got in uh, kind of, got a touch point to a coach was actually because my workplace had uh, internal coaches. So that's mm -hmm. how I, I got exposed to coaches and I'm still coaching uh, people in the workplace. Um, so that's, that's still going on as well. So there's definitely a trend. And um, if anyone's looking for a, <laughs> for a nine to five or a corporate job or any of these things, I would definitely ask uh, as part of the interview process as well as like, what does your internal um, development options look like? Do you mm -hmm. offer training? Do you have coaches? Like some employers actually have this as part of their job description. They know it's worth the investment of having a coach internally. And they're advertising that <laughs> because yeah. they know it's it's such a, a draw point, right? Mm -hmm. To keep their, their um, employees happy. Yes. So, yeah. Here's to coaching. <laughs> let's dive in. Yes, uh, let's. As we mentioned, our focus today is balancing acts. And we're going to kind of go through five different tips of balancing mm -hmm. life for ambitious parents. Number one, where shall we start? Self-care and well-being? I think that's a Let's do great, that. Yeah. Um, big one in itself. I know that could be a uh, that could be a, its own its own show. Yeah, it could. <laughs> for sure. So, um, I mean, it's it's definitely crucial to have self self care and well being. And I think sometimes self care has a bit of a like a negative annotations like oh that again and what is it? You know, it's like or you just need to have a like take a bath or whatever, and then that's that's you know you'll feel better afterwards but it's essentially essential hygiene it's not necessarily well well-being or, or self-care so it's like a bit more deeper running mm -hmm. um and i find especially with moms it can be very it can also have this it can be self-care can be linked to being selfish which is mm. oh there's so much to unpack just just in that as well but it's it's basically essential rest is essential you're charging your batteries is essential mm -hmm. you can't run on an empty battery so it's like fill up your cups for the sake of doing it for yourself if you do need an additional <laughs> reminder um or an, an additional what you call it um reason then do it for your family for your for your job you can't do it your best work if you're not rested if you're not well it's just yeah. not possible 100 and like actually i was just having a chat with um client right before this call and i was just saying i went to bed at eight o'clock last night because i was just my whole uh, my whole body was just kind of like i feel i guess it's like also the fear of missing out and i don't know what i'd miss out at mm. monday evening but i was like i have to watch the movie i'll but I'm halfway falling asleep where I was just like, you know what? There's no point. I need to like take a step back and go to bed and rest. And I feel so much more rested today. Right. So it's listening to those like little, listen to your body at the end of the day, what it's trying to tell you when you're feeling really stressed and or feeling burnt out or so forth. Why are mm -hmm. the ways to kind of take a step back to make sure mm -hmm. you're taking care of you? Absolutely. And 
so often it's it's like, oh, I should be doing this. It's like we're putting the pressure on ourselves or I need to be doing the dishes again and I should be doing this and this, this is what it should look like and daddy dance. So it was just constantly pushing what you just said. Mm -hmm. It's the pushing, pushing, pushing. Yes. And kind of really relate this to, oh, it's not worth it if it's, if it's difficult. But really, it's like, what if you just go to bed at eight o'clock, right? Yes. It, can't, it can also be easy and no one's, no one's actually going to say anything about it. So what? You went to bed at eight. Great on you. I wish I did this. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things around self-care or well-being, actually, I find oftentimes starts with a mindset as well, mm -hmm. like that we're worth it. We're yeah. enough to look out for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's not always like looking out for everyone else's well-being 24-7. It's granting ourselves the permission to look out for ourselves and be like switch off that negative self-talk around it and switch on the self-compassion. Yeah. I'm worth going to bed at eight o'clock. Yes, yeah. I can. <laughs> so what? You know? And it's so it's hard too because sometimes you feel like oh, like just say I actually cleaned the whole house yesterday. So I didn't have dirty dishes in the sink <laughs> for once. <laughs> But usually, you know, you'd have like maybe dirty dishes in the sink and you're super tired. Yeah. You know what? I should actually really go and deal with those dishes. So it's just kind of like, I guess, like a fine line. Like if you're really pushing yourself to go do something when the good part of you, the other big part is just like you, you need to go to bed. You need to rest. What is it to just leave the dishes for one night to kind of segue to go have that extra rest? Because your body's telling you that you need to take that moment to step back for. Yeah. Because then also it you might be faster the next day around when you have a clear focused mind and you can actually do that. Well, maybe also listening to a podcast and concentrate on that as well. So you can do those things or, you know, something else. But you might actually be more efficient if you're prioritizing the sleep first, mm -hmm. um, for instance. And it's it's so different um, for for everyone so that's not really like one thing to say yeah. it's like oh yeah do this for self-care because sometimes those things are it, it's it's different and they resonate differently so for me an essential self-care thing would be that I read romance novels I just have to read them it's like be in a different world just me the quiet time and I, I need to dive into this if I don't do this for a few days mm -hmm. I can, I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something for me. For others, that would be torture. It's like, I don't like books or... Me. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, just like falling asleep after half a page because you're just like so exhausted. That's just not that. Then maybe yeah. it's podcasts. Maybe it's audiobooks. Maybe it's your favorite show on Netflix. Whatever it is, it, there's always something different. Or hanging out with your friends. The essential things like what are one or two things that you would make the biggest difference so it's not mm -hmm. not doing everything but what's like one or two things that would actually make a difference is it getting up a tiny bit earlier in the morning and starting your day with in a quiet home mm -hmm. with a cup of coffee just by yourself yeah. instead of waking up into mayhem or you know, what is that for you? What would make a difference? It doesn't have to be huge. Do you have any tips for anyone who is struggling as a parent or mom uh, trying to find like what kind of, what is like considered self-care? Because I feel like me, like it's mm -hmm. taken me a long time to figure that out uh, for sure. And I feel like you mentioned guilty. Like I, even when mm -hmm. I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I feel guilty about that. So maybe mm -hmm. I won't roll it that much into my week or month so how how would you yeah. recommend others to kind of it's a you know there's there's also this thing about kind of getting lost during during motherhood or getting like losing your identity as a as a mother it's like what do you like now do you still like that thing that you liked before you yeah. before you became a mom right is that still something that lights you up and so it's a bit of trial and error to be honest um, and being okay with the outcome, mm -hmm. right? If you liked one thing, I don't know, if you liked, what is it? I don't know, 
hiking before you went and became a mom and now you don't like it anymore that's also okay so it's the self-compassion around it like Mm -hmm. trying things out and and doing that and self-care could be a whole lot of different things Mm -hmm. it could also mean for instance um meeting up with your best friend once a month or once a week right that is an act of self-care so it's not necessarily what you hear prescribed as like in a in a list in a drop down it's not even like oh here's a list of 10 things that you can do it's always different um, for everyone and it takes a bit of trial and error and really like noticing hey what could you paying attention on the days like what would you actually really like to do right now what's that thing and trying it out Mm -hmm. um i'm actually curious what is that thing that you like for self-care and the guilty thing i was actually going to bring back to the whole um book thing and the reason why i don't like reading books i think i've mentioned this previously multiple times is that um i have dyslexia and so i get very Mm -hmm. i'm such a slow reader and i swear i self-diagnosed with adhd and so Mm -hmm. if i don't get to a certain point fast enough in the book i start to get angry yeah why is this not going fast enough for me this is just not like I don't I can't describe it I get anxious and Mm -hmm. I never finish it because I just I get bored really fast um but what I do love to do is listen to podcasts love listening to podcasts and then also uh to hang out with friends like I love me my close friends are like family to me and Mm -hmm. as Brandon said he likes to nice to sit and listen to music and watch video uh, videos calls with their best friends. That would be one of me. Yeah, <laughs> claiming it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I really love friends that are like family that just kind of you know that are really there for you, and mm-hmm. so you want to take those moments and not talk to kids twenty four seven. It's nice to have like those conversations <laughs> and not watch like Paw Patrol or whichever your kiddos like obsessed yeah. with on a weekly basis it's just nice to kind of dive back into like adulthood and like oh yeah that is a very interesting conversation (laughs) let's dive into that more exactly and so it's it's like you make self-care do whatever like it's supposed to take care of yourself so Mm -hmm. that could be it could also be I don't know, having healthy home cooked meals every day, Mm. for instance, that if that's something that's important to you, right? So self care, you're taking care of yourself. How are you doing that for your mind, your body, your Mm. soul, if you're a very soulful person or a spiritual person? It's like, how are you nurturing those parts of yourself? Right? Some It could be going for a run every day, because that's their energy outlets and also the where the, where they're getting the energy from right yeah. or their their de-stressor so it's it's very very wide but it's if you don't know where to start start mm-hmm. small with something that actually makes a difference so what would that be just yeah tiny steps and tiny i think steps dipping it in and yeah we might put a little pressure on ourselves like okay i need self-care and well-being in my life i'm gonna go like maybe the gym's not your thing really, but all of a sudden it's your thing because every new year, a lot of people are like, I'm going to go to the gym and do yep. why throughout the week. And that's why a lot of those goals don't end up fully succeeding because it's not actually, like that's not really part of our <laughs> jive in a way, even though we want it to be. So with your point there, Nadine, I think we should challenge others to like sit down, no pressure, but thinking of like things that they've enjoyed doing in the past, um, things that they maybe think that they're in, going to enjoy mm-hmm. and just write it down and try it. It doesn't have to be for a long period of time. If it's something that you see that sparks joy, then see how else you can monetize that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other uh, tip that we have is goal setting and time management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We- talking about goals, huh? It's like yeah. New Year's resolutions and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I have... 
anyone listening, I do not make New Year's resolutions anymore. Do you, Nadine? No, no, I've given up. I've actually, <laughs> I'm actually um, finalizing a what's what's supposed to be a small goal setting blog post for my website, uh, and now it turned into a monster of a blog, <laughs> an all in one. And um, I've looked into uh, some statistics around goal setting. And it's like this tiny amount of um, New Year's resolutions that actually are like making it through even to the end of the year or two months in. It's it's ridiculous. And it's, um, yeah, so there's a whole lot of thing around goal setting. What's important, um, mm -hmm. I've actually got some stats here. Is it okay if I just read them out around goal setting? Why it's so important to start off with? So I was like, oh, when he said, oh, let's talk about goal setting for the show. I was like, yes, I've got some <laughs> stuff here that's probably okay. like, why it's really important to have goals in the first place. So mm -hmm. people who set clear goals are 10 times more likely to achieve them just by having them. 70% mm -hmm. um, of people who shared their goals, so on social media, or maybe with a coach, a best friend, with a family. So 70% of people who shared their goals accomplished, uh, accomplished the goal setting actionable tasks to reach a goal and no regular say weekly progress either with yourself you're just in a notebook it's like oh yeah I've done this I've worked towards my goal or this is how far I've come or again with a coach or whatever maybe even with your manager um, so if you're noting down actionable steps and you're reviewing them every week yeah um, you achieve the goals 40 percent faster oh wow now that is a real good <laughs> motivator to do that regularly, yeah. right? So have your goals, talk to people about it, and do regular check-ins and feedback. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important to have them in the first place. That's true, because you know, we both work with Lindsay. I'm like, such like, I do have ADHD. And so my brain's like, da -da 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 -da. Mm -hmm. and so if I don't sit down and map it out goal wise, or just like a high level, like I'm going to, I have to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so the next time you see me, mm -hmm. I have not accomplished it. Just wake me up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. That tough talk. <laughs> Sometimes we all need in our lives. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Everyone needs a coach, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, go, okay. So goal setting and time management around mm -hmm. it. So it's like managing goals. Um, I think again, there's this thing about wanting to do too much at like doing all the things within timelines that aren't necessarily realistic enough especially yeah. considering kids can get sick and you might not work, be able to work on them because you're the default parent at home or I don't know last week we had our kids yours as well as mine home because we had a snowstorm for today so now there is um a strike for public transport here in here in Vancouver so can you hear that <laughs> you know it's like parent, teachers can't actually necessarily make it to their to their places of work and you know get so sad so like we need to build in buffers I think for our goal setting be sure we have a challenge there but also it needs to be realistic so there's always a bit of a, a time buffer around it which would also obviously take take the pressure of us and and the stress when we're when we're setting goals and um so that that really really helps um for for goal setting and in, in my experience specifically if you're if you're a parent as well and what I think do you I, think no 100 and i think i've mentioned this before um i was actually last show with nicole about giving mm -hmm. ourselves grace um and I, I think we definitely are very hard on ourselves as parents, as moms, mm. and we tend to forget to give ourselves grace when we are juggling everything in the mix and above. Mm -hmm. I know for me, um, I think I had to really, really swallow that a lot for me because I'm very like type A per perfectionist. 
get this down to a T because I need to do it all. It's like super yeah. mom. And then I finally had the realization of like, you. it was when I was doing my imposter syndrome coaching of like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's take a step back, give yourself grace because you're doing it all. You're building a business, you're building multiple businesses. You're, you're doing all the things mm-hmm. sick. Like what are your non-negotiables really? So for me, when the kids are sick, they're first, the business goes back and back burner. Yeah. And so having that piece of um, kind of like a giving yourself grace, but then also giving yourself grace to think that way. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily a horrible um, entrepreneur or nine to five, mm-hmm. right? It's just, it's coming to ease, easing your mind a little bit differently on it. Exactly. It's um, that self-compassion part that we talked about earlier too. And just really, yeah, you, you're the boss of your own business or your own persons. Like you're hopefully doing or being in a position where you can just take a step back and and being being okay with it it's like knowing what your non-negotiables are like you mentioned it's very important as well as so a lot of like the clarity around it and um even even if you're not and you're in a position where you are reporting to someone else and you can't like you don't all have this um the strings in your um you know, a hand and you're you're not the one who's who's pulling all those things. Um there's there's ways to talk around it and and also um not talk around it, but it's it's worth like exploring like what can be done and um mm-hmm. if how you're setting yourself up for um for success in uh, in in those areas. Um, communicate that and pull it through and eventually if that's if you're not in a place where you can have those types of conversations and you're not supported then start looking for places that might be a bit more more suitable um, for that and Mm -hmm. yes that comes not that's probably not around the corner so that's something to work towards and if you know you're like let's talk around that if you're in a situation like that yes where the workplace just doesn't work out and it's causing you it's like draining you of energy rather than supporting your your life yes yes the next piece before we dive in is time management but we're Mm. already at the 30 minute mark so for those just Mm. tuning in you're listening to breaking norms building dreams we are live on the united public radio network and the ufo paranormal radio network at 105.3 and 107.7 fm in new orleans it's already been 30 minutes. Can you believe that? Having <laughs> so much information and talking about all the things. Yeah. It's the next big one mm. that kind of rolls into goal setting, really. Um, do you have any kind of tips for ambitious parents on time management? Put it in the calendar. It's like all the, the things that are, again, it's coming back to the clarity bit. The things that are important to you that are non-negotiables, put them in your calendar Mm -hmm. and block off time. So all the things where it's like, okay, I'm working on my business. Here's a birthday party. Um, There's a, I don't know what else. There's the meetup with my, with my good friends over there at the weekend, with my mom friends at the weekend. Those are the things that you put into the calendar and they're like, if it's not there, you can push them aside. You forget about them. It's a blah, blah, blah. It's like time management. It's like put them in. And yeah. again, also put in buffers. So yeah. I was talking to a mom last week uh, who just like, oh, I'm always so drained when I have calls first thing in the morning and then again at 4.30 in the afternoon. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> like you go in full on without having actually like taken time to see what yours, what other emergencies are in for your, you know, in your schedule or 4.30 in the afternoon, you come out of that call and you still have action items from that call, but it, by then it's like five or six. So like, don't get into a position where you have calls first thing in the morning or in the afternoon, if at all possible. So in that case, we actually or agreed that she would have buffers in the morning and in the afternoon. So no calls after four, no calls before 8 a.m. in the morning. 
she was yeah. in a position to make that happen so it's like that's how our calendar is set up you just like need that um it's and yeah you know what else is really important it's like scheduling in breaks yes i'm the worst so that. often so like, well, hands up long go like step like just 120 percent always with non-breaks about like the I like the buffer time piece yeah and then if anyone's thinking like how do I use a calendar like you can easily use your phone like I use Google Calendar all the time and I map things out and then it has like little reminders for me so I know when like meetings are coming up it really like helps me stay on track. Mm-hmm. I have like the biggest pet peeve when I book into uh, calendars and they don't like sync to your Google calendar. So my brain's like, I'm so busy. If you're not going to message me, that's like a meeting in the past already because it didn't sync to my calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it easy. Set up uh, your, you know, I know it's like talking about, I just want to say talking about workflows and everything, but it's like there's a lot of technology out there that's not that that's fairly easy to to use and free to make your life a bit easier. Um, so I'm, for instance, I have a, a shared calendar with my uh, with my husband. All the I have all his work meetings. He has. He knows when I'm in a non-negotiable meeting or when I say like when I'm going in with coaching clients. He obviously doesn't know which client, but it's like this is a live coaching session. You do not disturb me. I need quiet time around it. And um, in my, in my uh, office space. And then there's others where it's like, yeah, I'm working away, in, but it's, it needs to be done. So that definitely helps. Also takes away from having to constantly explain what I'm doing or you know what's what's going mm-hmm. on it's like just check a calendar <laughs> yeah. i'm going out and meeting this person this afternoon or this is going on so yeah calendars yeah. totally work Your um, best there's so many other there. apps out there too other than just the calendar i know mm-hmm. and i were looking at different technology when we were writing our shared blog last yes. year um there's so many different technologies that can help advance um a working parent to kind of get just feel a little bit more organized than not because I know I have to be super organized. Like I already feel overwhelmed as it is on a good day. So if the day is not organized too much to how I like it, then I'm going to be even more anxious, overwhelmed. Yeah. And with that is like, if it's too structured and there's Mm -hmm. no flexibility in there, that that's where I I mentioned the the buffer times earlier as well, because there's, Let's face it, there's always something going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> always uh, an emergency on a project or, you know, the school calls in and it's like, hey, you need to pick up your kids now. Or there's a leak somewhere and you have to drop yeah. things and do things around it. There's always something. So, yeah, structure with flexibility. <laughs> and I think, too, like I, I was going to touch on boundaries, too. Mm. So I, I used to, as I was building this business, would be like, yeah, I can have a discovered call on the weekend, even though I was responsible for two little ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, how am I going to manage this? Why do I keep putting myself in these situations when I know my designated times? And it's to the point, yeah, you can be somewhat accommodating too. But if the person's really like shoving back on like the time frames and all that, you, you, need to kind of put it in your brain, like let it go. Like you're building a business or you're building or trying to map something out. And there's a reason why you have those time slots available. And obviously you're going to work with the person, but if they're just giving you such a hard time. It's also giving yourself boundary to just say, you know what? No, let's step away and maybe mm-hmm. down the road we can revisit it. But right now it's just not in alignment. To Yeah. If you're saying yes to that call on the weekend, what are you saying no to? Exactly. Right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Boundaries is another big thing we can talk about (laughs) at some stage. Oh, I think that's one of our topics. I just can't remember. We, everyone, we've made a huge list. So (laughs) I know boundaries was in there for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, 
The other big piece that parents could do is building a good support system. So not just goal setting, time management, self-care, but really building a great support system. Do you mm. have any insight on that, Nadine? Yeah, for sure. I call it I call it the mom village. <laughs> you know, from that uh, thing where you say, "Oh, yeah, it takes a village to raise a kid." I also believe that's the case for uh, for the mom, and we need a we need a mom village. I love to be part of people's mom's villages and and supporting them as their their coach and um i think there's nearly like a time of like what that looked like that support system before covid mm. and then after covid because everything there wasn't anything available in the last few years right you couldn't meet in person anymore parents and baby times were no longer there you couldn't meet up mm. in daycares and schools or even parks at some stage so it all looked a bit it all started like changing a bit more or you don't have your family close by either I know here in Vancouver it's like 50% of all people who are who live here were not born here so their extended family is like all over the world and it it can be quite difficult so building that support village is is really really important and at some stage, I think you need to take your, you need to be like courageous and take the mm -hmm. first step and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm looking for new friends. I can hang out with someone or I want to hang out with someone. And that helps both for your, you know, for your, in, in all aspects of your life, really. And the encouragement here is to kind of keep an open mind on what that could be like. We might just like, oh, yeah, it's like have mom friends and you might automatically think that's another parent with kids your own age but mm -hmm. what if it's younger kids or there's someone with you know a teenager or older kids in your uh, who you might help out with you can tap into their wisdom or that teenage kid might become a babysitter at some stage right yes. if you can't <laughs> hang <laughs> if you do not have the time to hang out and with with um with parents who have kids your own age the other parent might be in the same uh, in the same situation so what if you add people to or seek out people who do not have any kids mm -hmm. who are a bit more flexible you know or yeah. there's a elderly neighbor down the road who doesn't have their grandchildren around and would like to hang out a bit more or in the workspace oftentimes you have like mentors or you have employee engagement groups mm -hmm. who could really be part of your mom support village yes. like there's so many different so many different ways and some of the local facebook groups here like i've seen a, a, a few moms i always sharing them on it's like hey i'm new to the area or i'm a new mom or I just moved here like i want to does anyone else want to go for a walk in the park and just hang out and it's like yeah that's let's do that it's Definitely. like cheering them on and putting they they put themselves out there and there's always comments like yeah hey i'm i'm new here too yes let's meet up for a coffee um yeah. there's right? so many facebook groups out of there no one's yeah. really on facebook like we have like a community facebook just within our neighborhood so when yeah. because we have watch blocks or whatever so it's like everybody runs to facebook like did you hear that mm -hmm. <laughs> there's uh um just even hiking uh, if that, that resonates yeah. with you, find like hiking Facebook groups, um, look for mom Facebook groups. I'm in so many Facebook groups. I can't yeah. even on my actual hands how many Facebook groups I'm in. So an uh, ongoing joke in the house with my husband that I have <laughs> too many Facebook groups, but it's just because I'm going, because I wear so many different hats or I'm just trying to find that different kind of connection, what resonates. So it you don't have to be honed into one group. Think of different groups that really align with what you want to do with absolutely that group for support mm -hmm. actually over here we have like those hiking groups too then there's like mm -hmm. new moms um walking and coffee groups um yeah. there's neighborhood groups there is um new moms want to work out groups yeah you name it and yeah there's a, mm -hmm. there's a lot tap into that and i think it's also too of um not being scared to ask for help. So with like with my first kiddo, I definitely have 
had uh, postpartum, which was mm -hmm. very hard, I end up asking a lot of help with um, the Queen Alexander here. And they end up putting me in like a, like, um, I can't remember the name of it, but just kind of like a bubble of other moms who's going through a hard time so we can share our stories and just mm -hmm. a support system that way. So think of different places that you can ask for help and reach out and be scared not to ask for it because like it was so hard for me to ask for help because really it's like I'm the first time mom I want to be super mom I want to do all these things but in reality of it like <laughs> the first time caring for a human yeah <laughs> yeah then reality hits and it's like oh no <laughs> um it can it, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be down that go down that road but it, it definitely helps and more often than not i find mm -hmm. people are very grateful uh when it's like oh thank you for asking <laughs> right or it's like for, for putting it out there because it takes yes it takes a bit of courage to ask for help and i put maybe a post up in a facebook group or whatever but it, it doesn't have to be usually the others you know it's it's very you get people who are <laughs> yeah. who uh, who would also want to help out because they're in the same situation. It, especially early motherhood can be very lonely. Yes. Um, so put your put your name out there. Hold up your hand. Say hey. Does anyone want to go for a walk or a coffee meet up? Exactly. Which it kind of leads into our fourth of embracing imperfectionism, mm. which I know I'm very type A. I have I'm by nature, perfectionist, always striving, mm. uh, doing it all. And, you know, I think it comes from like letter grades back in school. I need to always get those A's. Mm. Um, but what do you have to share for others listening to kind of let go of the perfectionism? Well, for one, I find it's very, very common. It's like that, oh, yeah, I want to be like the perfect mom. I want to be the perfect <laughs> business owner or manager or employee and it's eventually it, it's just it's you know reality hits <laughs> and you have a choice if you don't make the choice maybe your body will do it for you mm -hmm. if um, you know you're, you're going down that route so like always always check in it's like you do not have to cook seven meals from scratch every day of the week mm. um you do not have to have a halloween costume that's handmade and the best ever or like if that's important to you sure mm. but it's like it's the if you say yes to this what are you saying no to and if the saying what you're saying no to costs you too dearly on your mental well-being your physical well-being then maybe it's not worth it Ryan um so again also <laughs> I feel like they're all a bit connected around like what what are your non-negotiables what's really important to you what do you value in life and go for that if there's a bit of um you know it it brings you energy it lifts you up if you want to do a Halloween costume and you're working all year towards that because that's the thing your family does my god yeah I can see how that would be something you're really excited about and you want to stay up and really get this going but if it's not then you know mm -hmm. see see usually 80% does it too and it's better done than not at all um so yeah it's it's very it perfectionism people pleasing I think is are two of the 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 traits that I come across most often when I talk with moms and you know social media isn't always your best friend there as well it's like comparing yourself to others and the the good images that everyone is posting and um real real motherhood stories actually help it's like talking talking through the stuff is like you know it's not all it's not all rosy all the time yeah. um yeah and I think we definitely um we're kind of moved more in the momentum of social media more than ever. So if you look back in the day, like really they hardly had television or whichever. Yeah. Now you can um, see all the things online. Um, and so you kind of start to compare yourself, like even just like as business owners, if you're on there, yeah. I mean, you're like, look at that business owner. Uh, they're doing great, but you really don't even know what they're struggling with 
on a daily, weekly basis. Like last week, like we were just chatted about, the kids were home since Wednesday. So Wednesday to Sunday, or yeah, home 24-7, I'm like, I'm going bananas. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for tomorrow to see you off to school and daycare. Um, but like, you just never know what people are going through because they post to what they want you to see as well. So, and some of them don't feel very confident in talking about the negatives. Some do mm-hmm. say that not everyone's always talking about positives, but sometimes you just narrow in on those pieces than um, what we're really yeah. kind of taking away. Um, oh. on, on that note, it's also like, just remind yourself that you're doing your best, mm-hmm. right? It's like you're doing a lot. Like mother, motherhood or parenthood, that that's a full-time job that no one gives you training for. Let's nope. face it. And then <laughs> and then you're running your business or you're going to your actual paid your paid job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all that takes a lot of energy. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of organizing, coordinating, remembering. <laughs> You know, you name it. It's like, it's a lot. Give Cut yourself some slack. It's that self-compassion that comes back in. And also, hey, you. It's like, come on, let's celebrate a bit. It's mm-hmm. like, these are all the things. What if you're like, oh, I didn't do this. But yeah, what flipping it, it's about flipping it around, saying, hey, this is all the things that I've managed to do this week, right? Yes. And sometimes getting out of bed and mating it through the day without anyone like seriously hurting themselves can be a huge success. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, whew, tomorrow's going to be a better day. But today, actually, yeah, it's one to write off. Thank yeah. goodness we're all going to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. It's like, okay, great. We made it through. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think we kind of get lost sometimes in the mix when you have one or two kids, five kids. Uh, I'm just going the motion and just in survival mode sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we mentioned today, about well, giving yourself grace, taking some time, time steps back, yeah. time blocking boundaries, all the things in, in the queue will really help um, ambitions, ambitious parents to move forward. Uh, the last piece that we wanted to chat about is mindfulness and um really mindfulness as a whole, because Mm -hmm. I think that is really big that uh, Terry just mentioned discipline as well as thank you. (laughs) Um, So mindfulness too is plays a very important role in finding balance. What do you feel, Nadine? It does play a big, (laughs) a a big role. Um, It's a bit, sometimes I feel it comes a bit across as oh it's it's this wishy-washy thing and we're just like leaving it you don't have time for uh, for those types of things and mm-hmm. you know when we're juggling all these different roles and we're really like that ambitious and getting stuff done one of the biggest kind of complaints that I get from my clients is that it's like too stressed. There's no time for anything. It's too stressed. It's always like on, on, on. And they're easily also not like you're losing, <laughs> using a, losing a grip or your grip on emotions. You're getting very emotional or you're getting flared up or angry or frustrated really easily because of that. You're getting Um, maybe not enough sleep because things are constantly going through your head you're just on 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 all the time and emotional regulation isn't really a thing but it costs you every day it'll cost you if you can't if you're just on all the time you can't rest you're Mm -hmm. um, stressed all the time worried frustrated um, you can't clearly think come up with good solutions Mm -hmm. for problems you're facing or just getting emotional, not patient with your kids, for instance, etc. So this is where mindfulness comes in. Mm-hmm. It's essentially, if you're a numbers person, I would say 
it'll save you quite a lot of um, time and energy throughout the day to get more stuff done. So that's really the, the investments here that I see of being more focused, more present, being able to um, keep your sh together and <laughs> getting, getting through the day. And it's a, it's a habit that you practice. It's not something like, oh, today I'm going to be more mindful. That's a good intention for the day, but you need to practice it. And not just, yes, in the moment when you're feeling a bit more frustrated or you kind of feel like, oh my gosh, I need to count to 10 now, <laughs> whatever. That's a good way in the moment. But mm -hmm. ideally, it doesn't come to that in the first place. So you're having intervals short intervals throughout the day where you are mm -hmm. practicing being a bit more mindful mm -hmm. um so it doesn't come to that flare up or the you know those frustrations and and anger and you're you're practicing it to be less stressed be calmer peace of mind i mean who <laughs> who doesn't want a bit more peace of mind yeah and a bit of calm in the hectic days. Um, so examples for being mindful could be doing meditations, journaling, breathing exercises, really like practicing being present in the moment. And for those of you who say, it's like, but I don't have time for this. It doesn't have to be long. It could be a one or two minute thing in the morning. If you do get up and have your coffee earlier in the morning to start off your day calmly, it's like, what if you journal down a few intentions for the day or a positive affirmation? This is how I want to be today. Yeah. Um, or at the end of the day, before you go and and rest as part of your sleep routine in the evening, why don't you just even think, you don't even have to write it down, but think for yourself three things that you're grateful for that day, mm -hmm. right? Um, there's, we're taking a deep breath in. It's like one minute three deep breaths in and out makes a difference. Yes. Um, especially if you're also like going between work mode and then family or kids mode. There's so many different things, but it's really an investment in basically getting all the stuff done that you naturally want as an ambitious parent. Yes. There's a lot <laughs> of points. <laughs> what do you think about that? No, I love it. Thank you, Nadine. And Terry just mentioned, I love that. I love this. We also have to be able to constantly pivot. Yeah. Very true. I feel that because we're always constantly in, on the go, 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 um, being mindful of um, being mindful of all the things that we just chatted about today, like time management goals, boundaries. I also really think like um, mindfulness does play a key role as well. Um, as you're kind of speaking to your kiddos of like, okay, why am I yelling at them? What are things I can do? So it's not more chaotic. It just keeps rising and rising. <laughs> what are things yeah. I can do to maybe not also be that trigger as well? Because mm -hmm. I feel like we're just triggers sometimes together and then just fire explodes. <laughs> exactly. It's like you can, it's like if they're, you know, emotional about something or something or frustrated about something mm -hmm. you will hardly ever uh calm their um their emotions with your high emotions as well you need to be calm first in order for that to help them be a bit calmer and um, get their emotions regulated so you need a lead with that as a parent for sure yes definitely mm, yeah do you oh sorry no, like what, what of which of those mindfulness things do you do? Or what's your favorite? I feel like just taking a step back and breathing. And like the biggest thing that I've noticed too, is that I don't like waking up into chaos. Mm -hmm. So waking up maybe an extra five, 10 minutes to just like, whatever I feel like doing in those few minutes is just me time for a minute. And mm. then go get the kids up and, yeah. be ready. and I feel like that just helps me have a little bit better um, peace of mind I guess before I start the day I'm still navigating I'm still learning as I go of what I like what I don't like mm -hmm. um, like originally we always were would wake up at like 7 30 and I just felt that was too pressured so we woke up I changed the time frames mm -hmm. and that's the thing that's important to kind of know is that we're not 
perfect. No one's perfect by any means. You're never going to master it right away <laughs> or yeah. at all. So just try to play with it and figure out what makes sense to you as the parent, the mom, whichever, to really step in and be as graceful to yourself as much as possible. Exactly. I mean, for for both of us, and it's from the stories that we're we're telling, I can hear that out as well. We're like, it's always a work in progress. We're never ever there. Oh yeah, we've mastered um, self care or well being or time management. There's mm -hmm. always something where we're like, oh yeah, we could tweak this. And depending on the time of our like parenthood journey as well or our uh, entrepreneurial journey, there's always something. Yes. That we can tweak, right? Yes. Well, thank you, Nadine, for coming on the show today. Um, for everybody listening, Nadine will be coming back next month. We have, we haven't picked a topic yet, but we have like career transitioning and motherhood, empowering moms in a workplace. We have so many ideas. So if you want to leave a, a comment on what you would like us to talk about, please leave that comment. I want to say thank you to everyone who's tuning into the show. Thank you to everyone at the chat room, the great comments that came in today. A big thank you to the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network. Next week, we'll be welcoming Ashley, who also is a member of Curve Dynamics, but also owns her own business. And we'll be digging in deep on her business entrepreneurial life and some resiliency that she has overcome over her life. I'm really excited to dig in with Ashley. So until next week, remember your journey is unique and your worth is unquestionable.